Blended. Welcome guys to Marketing Blend where I give you tips and tricks on doing different types of marketing, principles, ideas, tactics, strategies, plus marketing news as well because y'all want to hear about that too. I'm your host Brett Deister and let's get on with the show. All right, it looks like Snapchat uh, is actually pretty profitable with the geo filters. Uh, if you didn't know, Snapchat launched uh, a couple months ago uh, this way of brands creating geo filters and then basically going, I want it this big and I want it to be in this radius. And then you set it off and Snapchat will be like, yay or nay. Uh, but it's actually really, really popular. It's basically probably going to be a gold mine for them. Now, it's interesting because... Uh, businesses have been trying to get on Snapchat and figuring out what to do and how to use it and think this is the best way of doing it. Now, that being said, just making a geo filter isn't going to actually give you uh, people wanting to, you know, actually use it. You got to make it cool, interesting, and all the other fun stuff that the youngins really want. Um, so. I would say always look into it and see if it's actually viable, especially if you are doing special events, any kind of big event where you can actually just geo filter a custom hashtag so you can build that brand out is the best way of doing it. So I would really see doing it, uh, making sure you follow all the guidelines that they're actually giving you as well. And there are quite a few. Now, it's not easy to make. So like I said, be sure to follow the guidelines pretty well, because if you don't, might not be a good thing, you know what I mean. All right, it looks like Twitter has finally, finally, finally going to uh, bring out, bring its logged out ads to the mobile web in second quarter. Yes, as Twitter has not been doing so well in the past year or so with not very many users and all this other stuff that's been going on. Uh, users going, I don't know what to use this for. Uh, they even now have created a custom uh, tab or connect tab, I should say, excuse me, a connect tab uh, to get uh, people to, you know, follow other people and maybe interact with each other more. Because that's the whole main thing about social media is interacting with each other. People are interacting your site, you're in trouble, and this is what they're trying to do. Now, the web has had this for a while. When you log out, you get an ad. Now the mobile web is going to be the same way as well. So, be prepared for more ads because this is what all these social medias are doing. They are basically throwing in all these new ads and advertisers are scrambling to uh, get them on somewhere, uh, depending on the budget size. Uh, I found uh, Twitter's ad program pretty bad uh, and I'm not the only one. I've tried to actually use it a couple times and the picture just never loads uh, and I've tried retried and retried and after like the 10th try i'm like i don't really want to do this anymore it's not worth it uh facebook on the other hand even though i may not like them as much has a better way of creating ads and they do have a really big leg up on that portion of it i wish twitter would actually figure that out and kind of um you know take the lead on that make make their ads a little bit easier to use now they're really powerful and i love that but just creating it has was a headache for me if I was using a picture. If I wasn't, it didn't actually really matter. Plus, on the Twitter front or um, 
social media is owned by Twitter. Uh, Vine has launched the Windows 10 app for it. So now you can actually upload your Vines through your computer, which is actually a really great thing because we're going to get a lot more professional Vines that way. And I'm actually really excited because I've had I've been frustrated with the Android Vine app of not actually loading or uploading the, the photos or the uh, videos that I upload and then having to do it several different times to get it working, getting out of it, getting back into it, getting out of it, trying several, several times. Uh, so this is just another really great, awesome thing. Uh, I'm going to be more than happy to see actually more professional vines uh, being uploaded in the near future just because of this, and I will probably be doing the same as well. Mostly gameplay because it's one of the easiest ways of just creating content if I have really great gameplay every once in a while. Uh, but, like I said, it's on the Windows 10 platform, so just go to the uh, Windows Store, type in Vine, and it actually will come up. It came up pretty quickly for me. But for brands, especially for brands that actually have Windows 10, or don't, this actually may be an incentive, especially if you're on Vine, to get Windows 10 for your business so you can, well, upload Vines and do it professionally and not actually clog up your phone because that's, an, that's another bad thing, really bad thing. All right, on the Instagram home front, it looks like uh, business uh, profiles have been spotted. They are testing it out. Now, it looks relatively the same except for one thing. It has a contact button. And once you press it, you will get, well, email, directions, maybe a phone number. We're not really sure because, like I said, it's testing it out. Now, like I said before, it's relatively the same uh, thing, it, the same profile. It's not any different from any regular profiles except for the contact button. That's the only thing that's actually different from it. So it should be interesting to see what they're actually do, going to be doing with it, what other features they may add, because they're testing this out and this is not actually into the wild yet. So marketers, social media consultants, professionals, PR professionals, whoever actually, you know, does the strategy, looks over the social media, be on the lookout for this because this will be coming eventually for Instagram. Instagram also has added, well, more, more ads uh, for marketers and advertisers. That's great for, you know, regular people. It may not be. Now, uh, they've had carousel ads before, uh, and you can basically now put videos in it as well and mix and match. Now you can put up to 60 seconds of video, but unless you're going to have really compelling content, I would mix it up a little bit, uh, maybe create a story through these ads, because uh, that's going to be the best way of doing it. Create something really impactful, really interesting, all at the same time. If you're not actually going to do that, and you're just going to stuff it in with your own advertisements for five videos for 60 seconds, um, people aren't going to watch five minutes of ads. I'm sorry. Unless you give a really big incentive, they're not going to do that. They're not going to listen to it. I'm sorry. So be be mindful. Be somewhat, you know, understanding that if you are the customer, you wouldn't want to watch all that video as well. And try to find some creative way of actually doing it too. Uh, this is the way that Instagram is going to be profitable for Facebook and Facebook is notorious for stuffing more ads into its social network because that's how they get the profits. That's how they get the monies, the monies, ha ha, the monies.
That's really how they do that, actually. All right, it looks like Adobe is buying Live Fire, so, you know, it can create content. Uh, the two companies have agreed to the deal as of yesterday, and, uh, well, you know how it is. It's going to be one of those things where more and more companies are going to be consolidating. The bigger ones are going to take the smaller ones, except for maybe a few uh exceptions to it but live fire is known for creating comments and also getting into more marketing and content has agreed to this deal probably because to actually stay alive a and to well you know uh keep on going and it was probably a really good uh proposition to actually be bought by uh, adobe and adobe has gotten into uh strategies and, and uh, analytic tools for social media. So this is not anything that they are uh, against them buying. Now, Livefire will have to undergo a minor <laughs> reconstructing, uh, which basically means that they're going to be limiting positions and some people are going to be losing their jobs. Yes, they're going to be losing their jobs. And to those people that are going to be losing it, I'm so sorry. Um, it's always unfortunate when that happens, but it, that's how it is sometimes is that if you're not, if you're going to be bought out, you're going to have to have some restructuring because you're going to be a lot of redundant positions, but I wish those people the best to actually lose their jobs and I hope they find a way to get another job. All right. Google has added a real time Q and A or question and answer to Google Slides and digital laser pointer. So you can, you know, track it without, you know, blinding people with it. Also, a live Q&A or a real-time Q&A uh, is going to be also really great to moder uh, moderate it and to see what, what people are wanting to, you know, know about what you are presenting and maybe you can actually get back to them a lot quicker so they won't be like, I have a question and you can't answer it now. Like I said, I like this idea. I like how it's going to be live. And it's giving actually, you know, PowerPoint, you know, a little bit more function to it. Because PowerPoint has always been someone sitting, you know, sitting or standing, giving a talk. And then eventually at the end, they answer questions. Now they can just do it digitally and have all the questions set up for them if people want that they need to be answered. And it will just, you know, be a lot easier to do that. Uh, you can also uh, have a digital laser pointer so people can track and follow where you're actually going to be at, which is also another great thing as well. And it's all digital. Hey, uh, I kind of like where it's going with this. And I think Google has a right idea for introducing uh, live Q&A or real-time Q&A to uh, their slideshow, especially if you are presenting this not live, but actually, you know, digital with a webinar. This also can help those as well or doing hangouts on air is also because it's probably going to be more integrated with that as well all right now i'm going to get into you know content because we all know especially marketers that it's really difficult at times to create content it's one of those things that we always love to do and want to pull our hair to do at the same time because we're always trying to find new and great ways of getting people to talk about us to share things to you know it, engage with us and that's all part of the job uh and so my thing is just you know basic steps for you guys especially if you're just starting off your own business uh 
this is going to help you out. Now, one is always know what your brand is. If you don't know what your brand is, uh, understand it. Figure it out. Right, sit down and figure out what is my brand? What is the purpose of it? What is it going to say? How is it going to say it? All that thing. Also figure out your uh, atheistic design for uh, graphics uh, because that's going to be another major thing because you are going to have to own whatever you have to make and if it's not part of your brand, that could be another big thing. For me, it's a lot more basic things, but I'm going to own the basic things saying, hey, we're basic, it's digital coffee. I've already kind of created a lot more 8-bit type of very basic uh, content, so uh, that's how I do it. I don't do very uh, intricate things. I just do very basic, but people can understand quite well, and that's how I actually do it. Uh, secondly, if you're doing any video or audio, uh, Figure out what is your audio branding going to sound like. For example, mine is, you know, the dial-up modem plus the pour, dripping into a cup of co uh, coffee into a cup and then whatever else, depending on which one it is, at the end. And that's my thing. And I'm basically brewing up a new episode three times a week. Uh, yes, three times a week. Uh, and so you need to figure that out too, especially for your intro to your video as well, because that's going to be what people identify you with. Anything that's going to be the first five seconds, it's going to be a crucial time. You're going to have to spend probably the most time doing that. The meat is going to be, you're going to spend a lot of time too, but you need to catch those people in the first couple, I say five seconds. If you don't, you could be in trouble because they'll, they'll probably just tune out and go away and all those other things that people do when they're like, ah, I'm bored, I'm not gonna watch this anymore, listen to this anymore. As creative people, it's the thing that we always have to deal with. Third is to also measure it. Now, see how things are hitting with uh, your audience and also on which platforms too, because all platforms are different. Some you can post more, some you have to post less, uh, some use hashtags, some don't. Uh, so you're going to have to figure that out as well. Uh, my recommendations for mm, managing social media with monitoring tools is either Buffer or Hootsuite or both. I kind of like using both in tandem to figure out. Because with Hootsuite, I can track keywords, which is a, also a great thing. And with Buffer, it's just really easy just to, you know, send it out and get on with it. Uh, and also for tracking on which ones are doing well. Too. They also have a built-in uh, photo uh, image editor called Poplo. It's a really great one as well. Uh, you should check that out too. Uh, for those tools as well for creating graphics, if you cannot afford or don't really want to, you know, figure out Photoshop, there's Paint.net and there's GIMP, G-I-M-P, uh, that do really well. Uh, GIMP is quite old. It's an open source photo editor. Now it's a little bit more difficult to actually use. I'd also look at Canva and uh, PicMonkey. Uh, those are also really other uh, great ones to actually use as well. And those intend to actually, you know, work with your strategy. Now for strategies going to be hashtags, uh, be sure to research your hashtag and make sure that nobody's actually currently using it. Uh, best bet is if anybody hasn't used it for five months or more, you're probably good with actually, you know, using it for yourself. But if someone's used it like last week, I would probably wait 
a little bit longer uh, just to be sure. If there's a frequency of being used quite a bit, I would probably not do that and find another hashtag because you don't want to you want to have have a hashtag and it be hijacked by something else as well. Uh, that's that's another thing. And also uh, figure out keywords, especially for your blog posts. Keywords are crucial uh, to you know getting your blog um, actually read. Now for blog, uh, for headlines, there's a couple tools out there. Uh, there's one by Codot Schedule that will uh, rate the score of your headline. There's also one called Hemingway, which is in beta and also a headline analyzer that will uh, show you if it will be shared a lot, if it will not be shared a lot, which you should do to correct it as well. Love using both of them in tandem because it just helps uh, figure out which how they measure each one and kind of give the best understanding of how well it will actually work. Um, now, I would actually I would still monitor it. So, like I said, use use Facebook Insights, use the Twitter analytics, use Pinterest if you're doing that as well. Also, use Buffer and Hootsuite to kind of analyze how your uh, posts are doing. Um, Sprout Social, if you can spend the money to do that, is also a really great one to actually use as well. Um, but I would track and monitor it uh, daily. Daily for yourself, weekly to give uh, reports for them. Also use uh, Google Analytics, especially the new mobile one, which you can, uh, you know, send through through chat or text and email as well. Uh, those would I would I'd be using through your website. I'd definitely be using Google Analytics and Clicky as well. Uh, Clicky is really good for uh, showing you the top referral sites, uh, seeing what. Uh, article content is actually being watched or consumed the most and so you can figure out based on that strategy which ones are the best to use and those are kind of a little bit of my tips for just kind of getting started uh, with uh, your branding because it's really important to actually get started with it because if you're not going to get started with it it's going to be a lot harder to get involved with it Especially as time goes, uh, so more social platforms get mature. Once they get mature, it's a lot harder to break in, and then you kind of have a problem with that as well. So I would definitely, definitely try to uh, get started with it. And you would know, start off, start off simple, start off small. Uh, do for Facebook, do about once, once a day. Uh, Twitter, I would say about five times a day, and you can do the same one more than once. In a day because it goes fast and people aren't going to be looking at your um, feed going to your profile I maybe mean, if they're just trying to check you out but they actually won't be always actively searching for that so I would I would do it about five times it's a week uh, Pinterest it depends uh, do a bunch in a little time frame go and do something else with it uh, for your strategy I would basically take about 30 30 minutes of your day it shouldn't take you too long if you have a really great social media plan already built out now, there's a couple ways of doing it you can use co.schedule to actually do that which is another uh, great tool but it's also paid for or use Google calendars which is never a bad thing I also use Excel as well um, to kind of monitor and track it if you have HubSpot I would actually use that it's a pretty good um, tool as well now to kind of corral it all together uh, your email um, Marketing needs to be a part of that as well. I would, if you're starting off, I would use uh, MailChimp. 
Uh, it's probably one of the best ones. I think I think it is. It's very easy to use. Uh, it's free for about 3,000 or 2,000 subscribers. Uh, and then after that, you kind of have to pay for it. But those are the ones I would use. If you are blogging, I would make sure you're on Google, Apple News, uh, Google APM certified, and uh, Facebook Instant Article certified as well because it'll just help with the ranking. Um, and a lot of fun stuff. Now you're like, why are you putting SEO involved with it? Because it's all a part of how your content's going to be viewed. And if you're not at the top or you're not doing a great job of that, that it could actually impact your numbers. So be sure that your website is all mobile ready as much as you can. Uh, if you need to buy a theme, if you're using WordPress, uh, if you're using any other ones you might might not have to buy a theme, you probably will, but uh, then I would get in contact with uh, developers or designers uh, and see what you can do about that too. Uh, but yes, get started now and like I said, simple. First step, what is your brand? What are you, how are you going to convey what your brand is through what voice it is? You got to figure out the quote unquote personality of your brand. And that is the first thing that you have to figure out. I don't care about story. It's a very big buzzword, especially brand, but story, I think, tell your story. I've used it once already in this podcast is a buzzword. So I would figure out what your brand or your company is and go back to the basic building blocks of how, what are you going to convey? Are you going to be artsy? Are you going to be nostalgic? Are you going to be funny, uh, sarcastic, witty, it kind of goes with it. It's all depending. And I would look at that and then find the tools that you need to actually um, be successful. And and to be perfectly honest with you, you're probably going to mess up every once in a while with this. Social media, even though there's a lot of experts out there, uh, they've, they've gone through the, whoops, I messed that up type of a phase. And so just, just understand that you are human. You're going to mess up. Just don't don't try to use hashtags that may be controversial. That's the only thing you have to worry about. Do not ever use those. Those are the worst things you ever do. But yes, um, understand that it's going to be a trial and error. You're going to figure out which one's going to work and which one's not going to work. Uh, so if you're like, oh, this isn't working. This is a failure. I should stop. No, don't. Keep on going. Keep on pushing. Because eventually when you are consistent and you make eventually slowly rise your content, people will respond to you. And that's all. That's what it's all about. So be sure you are doing that. Be sure you are consistent because that's another really, really great or important thing about social media is that you can make the best content, but if you aren't consistent, no one's going to care. Uh, and it's difficult because there are a lot of social medias out there and you have to pick and choose which ones you're going to be on and make sure that you are actually consistent in posting content. Because if you're not, no one's going to follow you. You just aren't. You just aren't. All right, now transition to programs that you should, you know, be looking at uh, for your blog or marketing materials or whatnot. Now, Moz has made a keyword explorer uh, that you can search for keywords and find which ones are going to be working out for you. Now, you can try it for free uh, through the website. I don't put it on the show notes as always, um, but the uh, pro version of it is going to cost you a bit. Now there's two different there's two different ones. I will put the uh, oh, 
I'll put it in the show notes, the link to it, so you can you know check it out for you. But it is it is still free to you know try out and see which phrases will work for you, which phrases will not work for you. This is a great tool to actually use, and I highly recommend that you start using it, especially if it allows you to track metrics for. Um, social media, potential opportunity, difficulty of it as well. Um, and I'll just give you like a large high quality database, imports and exports and surf and uh, analysis. So it will give you everything you need for the SEO, to SEO out your brand, SEO out, just SEO yourself. I guess it's another way of doing it. All right, Dash Moat is a way to get the best stock imagery for your company. Yes, yeah, stock imagery is highly important for any brand because you can't just always create all these great and amazing uh, content. You're going to actually have to have help, and sometimes you need stock photography. So you should check it out. It's, uh, it gives you the best one uh, via cognitive-powered search. So it should be a smart search and hopefully find you the best uh, stock photos for your brand. Now, there's a new interesting thing for um, PowerPoint. It's called Live Slides and will actually allow, allow you to uh, embed videos. So anything from YouTube, Vimeo, Vine, and more. Uh, so you can embed all of those. It will also uh, give you uh, live dashboard and charts, interactive maps, and save date on calendars. So if you're looking for something like that, that should be interesting. It also will give you poll everywhere. It'll also be integrated with Google Calendar, uh, Khan Academy, CodePen. All these will work with it. Uh, so it should be actually interesting. Also, Outlook Calendar, if you uh, uh, especially use only Outlook. It also works with Prezi. So Prezi is a great one for alternative for PowerPoint, so it should be interesting how well this actually works. I love Perezzi just because it's free. Uh, hey, you can't always buy everything. Um, but yeah, um, if you're looking to, you know, sp sp spruce up content, web content on your slides, this is another great way of doing it. It's called Live Slides. Now, it is May the 4th, and May the 4th be with you, by the way. Uh, and so there is a new CSS called Star Wars Intro, where it'll give you the crawl to Star Wars onto your website. So if you want to do this really quickly for today, might not be actually be a bad thing to you know celebrate. May the 4th be with you, even though Star Wars came out May the 14th, and eh, whatever, it actually sounds a lot better this way. All right, also for your uh, website, uh, Live Ninja gives you live chat you've been looking for. Yes, it is a way for you to get your uh, get your website a little bit update where people can live chat you back and forth. You can, um, you know, give them the best solutions, maybe give them the best advice, anything like that. Uh, it integrates well with your website and it'll be easy for you to track on who is actually, you know, talking to you, track them, get back to them quickly. And besides email, they actually know that you're online. You can see that you're typing, that type of thing. And so those really annoyed or frustrated customers won't be fr very frustrated for very long. Uh, so if you're looking for that, you're looking to get into live chat, uh, Live Ninja is 
that program for you. All right, and this is Marketing Blend for today. Thank you for tuning in and tune in tomorrow when I go through Gaming with Gamers Cafe. Yes, I'll be talking about um, my uh, experience with the Overwatch beta and Battleborn because they both, the open beta for Overwatch came out same Tuesday if you pre-ordered it and Overwatch came out the same day as well uh, they both are very different from each other uh, so if you're going to try to compare them do not uh, that's a little bit tidbit for that also follow digital coffee on digital co 77 ee the same thing on vines so they just you know signed up for it uh, through the Windows 10 app uh, Facebook Digital Coffee, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, and YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast. And if you like these podcasts, please consider uh, supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, I'm your host, Brett Deister, and may the 4th be with you.